It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill on News Talk 850 WFTL. Yeah, I was just listening to a couple of forecasts there, including from Steve. I don't I don't like this talk about small hail. What? Hail, no. No. Nah. I, have you have you experienced any hail this, this summer? I have or not. Or this spring? No. At dinner, did you ever have hail at your house? I've n- I've n- I don't think I've ever had hail ever. And then you see some of these reports, a lot of usually from like Oklahoma, sometimes Texas. Oh my god, and they're big. They're like softballs. <laughs> like they're oh, huge. and that duty a car. Yeah. And I bet you it's not covered by insurance. I probably not. Because it's an act of God, right? And in most cases, it's not actually. We had it a couple of times in uh, Loxahatchee. I haven't Did had you? it up in the Pizzle though. Small, really? that for like were, a minute. Those were artillery shells. I think. I, it might have been <laughs> raining down. Those are just your neighbors <laughs> You're right. shooting stuff off, Diener. Don't worry about it. Was, it. it was uh, cannon dust. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, it's shrapnel. I'm telling you. Well, it's <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, obviously, everybody. It's not exactly the time you say happy Memorial Day. Can I say this? No, you know, it's everybody's right to enjoy our time and freedom and all that stuff, and it's great. That's what it's for. But I have never headed into, long as long as we've been doing this, a Memorial Day weekend where there's been less mention for those that gave all. I mean, honest to God, there's usually like you know veterans events and and you know, people that they're talking to. I don't know why the the actual Memorial Day part of this weekend has been so doused this year. I it's, don't know why. You know, it's it, it, which is very sad because that's the whole point of Memorial Day right. is to is to honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice their life for our freedoms. And I, you know, Arlington does. And I'm sure, is it tomorrow they they do it on Monday? The president goes and and they, yeah. they lay a wreath at the unknown tomb, and it's it's a big deal there. And I understand that it's Arlington National Cemetery, but how many people listening now have a son, a daughter, a husband, a wife, you know, my grandfather, an uncle, a grandma, whatever the case may be, who served and lost their life in in battle? I, if you can, and I mentioned this earlier because it's probably one of the most profound speeches that. Ronald Reagan ever ever gave it was when he first was president and he received his first bodies from the Vietnam War oh can you imagine and it was the and he talks about I received my first four caskets today the speech he gives I I was in tears this morning watching it I remember when he gave the speech and I'm like oh my god I forgot about this it is so moving but in you know it's you're my dad had a, a military funeral there's nothing like a military wow. funeral. It it just it goes right to the core of your being, and it's like whoa. So it, take time just to take a minute just to remember those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Just to say thanks. It's a great yeah. lesson in gratitude. It really is. But uh, it's so also true. listen. Doesn't mean you can't have fun. Big travel weekend. Big barbecue weekend. We know all that. People getting together. TSA says please leave two hours ahead. Uh, weekend Ugh. travel rush. They're starting to put some cameras at the uh, the big airports around the country already. New York, Chicago, Boston, L.A. Packed already. Already. Oh, well, you they know, expect what? that, though. They expect, well, look at this line. They're expecting people, you know, they, they tell you to get there two hours early. So you get there two hours early. You check in and then you're at the gate for an hour and a half going, okay, got an hour and a half. <laughs> you're twiddling your thumbs buying five, you know, $7 coffees. Just that kind of weekend. But it is what it is. You know, yeah. if you're traveling this weekend, you have to anticipate that. It's just that simple. No. It comes with the territory. No doubt about it. News-wise, boy, <clears throat> Governor DeSantis all over the place. This is just the beginning of a media blitz. Wow. He did all kinds of media yesterday, along with fundraising, of course. You know, that, that comes with, that's kind of baked into the cake at this point when you announce. Did you see how much money he raised in 24 hours? I saw one thing. It's probably lower than what it actually was. Eight million? 
Wow. He got a million, right, when he went on with uh, Elon Musk in the first hour. While he was talking, yeah. And then he he raised in the next 24 hours $8 million. So it's gone up since then. Today he's in uh, Orlando. Yeah, he's going to be all And then he goes everywhere next week. He goes on a four-day, listen to this, 12-city blitz, South Carolina, New Hampshire, and Iowa. Wow. So he's gone for like next week. Trump was on the golf course yesterday. Somebody caught up with him. How you feeling? How you feeling about 24? It's loud because it was windy, but he says, great. How are you feeling about 2024? He said, the polls are very nice. Feel good. 71 to 16. Well, he's still, uh, according to the latest poll at Real Clear Politics, if you believe them, he has a 30-point lead over Ron DeSantis. Wow. You know, it, it's it's I think it's bigger in other polls. So we shall see mm-hmm. if I, I think what's going to hurt the governor, it, it, not only the fact that Trump's already leading, but I think what's going to hurt our governor is people are going to start who live here are going to go, OK, you're the governor. Why are you spending four days away from the state on a 12 city blitz to run for the presidency? And it's just the beginning. Right. It really is. So what happens after the fact? You know, know. it should be interesting to see what happens. And and I'm not that he can't run the state from somewhere else, but look at how people react when the president doesn't show up at a a natural disaster like right away. And they they point the finger. You know, how come Biden didn't go to, you know, where the the West Coast of Florida right away? Why didn't he go to New Orleans? Why didn't he? And they say it for every president and not only Biden, but everybody. And and so now you got a governor that's absentee. So a lot of people, I think a lot of people are going to harp on that. I think so, too, because you heard that already. Even people that like him, that voted for him twice, they said, yeah, but I want him here. Yeah. So, so that, that criticism is going to heat up. You're right. It's, it's going to happen. In the meantime, the person that's actually running the country right now, that would be Dr. Jill Biden. Uh, <laughs> she had a speech at the Reagan Institute of all places. Is that where she was? Yeah. Okay. Very, so- very conservative place, obviously. So I, I, I don't know. Wow. It's good that she did it. I, yeah. mean, I don't know what it was all about. I have no idea. But all I saw was it. it, it the headline was um, the first lady has a Jeb Bush moment. And I went, what the heck? And I and I had to read the story. Remember when Jeb, when, where was he when he said that? Do you have that drop? It was when he was completely, totally beaten down at the end of the 2016 campaign. At tw- in 2015, and was he this, just was given up. Was this before or after the baby Hitler comment? Oh, I think it was after. Okay. Please clap. Well, he did a speech and no one clapped, so he said, please clap. Jill Biden's given this speech yesterday, and she says something. Uh, do you have the, of what she said? You get the whole thing? Listen to this. It was like as embarrassing. I've traveled around the country, I've visited red states and blue states, and I found that the common values that unite us are deeper than our divisions. And um, I thought you might clap for that. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> you, know <you've> lo- <laughs> you know you've lost the room when you, you lose your place because you can tell she was befuddled because it probably said pause for applause <laughs> on her speech. And no one clapped, and she was like, "Ah, oh, I thought you would have, you know, clapped for that one." Yeah, but if it was Joe, her husband, he actually would have said, "Pause for applause." That's true. <laughs> You're right. Sit now. <laughs> Boy, she was kind of befuddled there, though. You're right. She was. She got befuddled. I don't know what the actual uh, focus of the event was, what the topic of the speech was, but it was the Reagan Institute. 
Hey, it's true. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised the Reagan Institute invited her. To be quite honest with you, wow. eh, good for them. And good for her <laughs> for showing up. Please. Although, she, please clap. Please clap. <laughs> please clap. We didn't get to it, but we will next. It deserves some time. We're going to clap for Elon Musk's brain chip company, Neuralink. They got FDA approval. Human experiments for paraplegics are about to start. Yeah, and other people. This is like yeah. way cool. This is like this is like groundbreaking. And it's kind of on the heels of that story that Diener had in Rapid Fire yesterday, where that Chinese guy had that uh, experiment done with like all the implants implants put on him, and he could he could walk again. Isn't that amazing. It's amazing what they're doing. It really is. All right, that's awesome. Some more uh, holiday stuff coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Steve. Fingers crossed it's going to be clear for the weekend, but while we're speaking of weather, it doesn't mean we have a big storm coming. I'm not saying that. It's just that there's a lot of talk of storm season because we're right on the cusp, and Noah and then the hurricane experts met yesterday. Mm-hmm. Here's Dr. Rick Spinrad. 12 to 17 named storms with top winds of at least 39 miles per hour. Of these, 5 to 9 are forecast to become hurricanes with maximum winds of at least 74 miles per hour. But first year... In the longest time that I can remember, they actually called, you know, they usually say, well above average storm season predicted. Yeah. You know what they said for this one? Near normal. Near normal. What does that mean? One to four major ones. So, but, you know, and then they'll always sit you with all it takes is one. I know. And they're right. And, you know, I mean, look what Ian did to the west coast of Florida. They're still trying to figure things out over there. Uh, Diener had the story the other day, and, and just to go a little bit to the other side, uh, it, Guam got hit by this typhoon, this super typhoon, Mawar. This thing now is alive and has 185 mile an hour winds. Boy, that's crazy. And they say Imagine it could that. feasibly hit the Philippines. If it hits the Philippines at 185 miles an hour, I mean, it's it, it, what can survive that? I have never heard of anything like that before. So it's, you know, hopefully, I, I, I hate to say this, and, you know, if there is a hurricane, just don't hit Florida. Yeah. It's a terrible thing to wish because That's that okay. means somebody else is going to get hit. You don't think Texas and Carolina are saying the same yeah, thing? Probably. They're going, go to Florida. Go to Florida. Probably Every state right. for himself. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, We're terrible. As he always does, and everybody does, uh, Senator Rick Scott just says, well, it's just, we, we bring this up because now's the time to prepare. I'm going to make sure that federal resources will be there, uh, but it all it all starts with you. And what you do to keep yourself safe so you don't get it, end up getting in harm's way. Absolutely. That's the bottom line. Well, the good news is uh, the there's hurricane tax-free season starts tomorrow. Oh, is that tomorrow? Starts oh, excellent. Tom- now, here's the gotcha. There's two of them this year. Did we have two last year? We might have. Did we have two? I think it, I remember that. Or are them talking about it anyway? It runs t- tomorrow. May, t- it runs May 20th. Tomorrow the 27th, right? Yeah. yeah. 27th through June 8th. And then the second one runs... August 26th through September 8th. Wait a minute. Isn't that the school one? Maybe that's what they're getting confused here. I don't mm. know. But uh, it starts tomorrow if you need hurricane supplies. And if you go to like well, a Lowe's. Well, I got my kid a generator for school. And some flashlights. Well, Lowe's or Home Depot's, they always have a <laughs> list of the things that are tax-free, which is nice. But uh, there are certain limitations. I don't think uh, whole house generators fall into that category. Darn. That's too bad. That's uh, that's like one of the biggest things on my bucket list that I've always wanted. I'd like that. Yeah. You know, I'd always want one of those. And, you know, neighbors of mine have one. And I'm always so jealous because when the power goes out, you look up the street and their house looks like a Christmas tree. It's well, like, you're going to them thanks. for ice. Yeah. I'm going to them for everything. <laughs> AC, shower. Yeah, my neighbor know. lady just got one. A giant, giant propane tank in the front yard. Oh, really? Dug up the entire. And this thing. She must have gone with a supersized one. The entire. It's a sizable yard, too. It's huge. Wow. I'm like, wait, you open it up an Exxon station here? What's happening? 
<laughs> Does this woman like you? I don't know. Does she even know Nobody in my neighborhood talks to each other. <laughs> okay. it's, it's fantastic. Make friends with her now so you can just go across the street. Say hello. <laughs> We're here for the hurricane. You got some air? <laughs> Please. All right. Well, this is an, just an amazing story. Uh, he's been working on it for quite some time. I don't know if this is going to lead to criticism now because of what they're trying to call him these days. But Elon Musk, another company that he's involved with, and this one isn't Tesla or SpaceX or Twitter, is brain chip, chip company Neuralink got massive news yesterday afternoon. FDA approval to start human trials that could help treat autism, even obesity, but even paraplegics. Yeah, this is this is incredible. What happened was they applied for the FDA uh, permission and the, the blessing from the FDA. I think it was in like 2019 and they got turned down. So his whole mission since then has been, you make this so we get FDA approval. So they finally got FDA approval to conduct these inhuman clinical trials. Uh, they say they're, they haven't decided who they're going to put in the trials yet or who they're going to offer it to, but they'll soon make an announcement as to you know, where they'll go. I think they would approach places like you know, the Bonacani Center in, in Miami or, or places like that where they work with people who have yeah, disabilities sense. or spinal cord injuries. But – he also says that his brain chip not only will work with paralysis, but Parkinson's, Alzheimer's disease. I mean, just just think if you can develop a chip that reverses the effects of Alzheimer's, oh my what God. that would do for this world. Amazing. And all we've heard to this point, this is a lot of new information because obviously they've been working with and experimenting with, um, in trials, paraplegics to right. help connect the nerve centers of the brain with muscles again. But listen to this. Not only Alzheimer's, Jen, which is huge. Also, disabled and healthy people curing a range of conditions like obesity, autism, depression, and schizophrenia. could. Wow. This is their write-up. Approved by the FDA. Could also allow web browsing and telepathy. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Dear, they're going to be on your show soon. <laughs> Talking to the aliens. People aren't going to talk soon. You just got to look at each other. Wow. Well, that story that Diener had yesterday in Rapid Fire, uh, it, was it a Japanese company? Or is it Swedish? Chinese guy, Swedish company. Yeah, that's Swedish right. company. Yep. Basically, he had a number of implants, though. He had implants in his head, had implants in his spine. Right. He had to wear power packs. But he also had the ability, whatever he thought... Like he would, he has to think, move my legs. And it would transfer from his brain to these packs to the spinal cord and his legs would move. So whatever he thought happened. I mean, that in itself is like something you'd see like in a sci-fi film. Yeah, so they, it can be done. It can. So it's incredible. I mean, this guy's been walking. He was in a wheelchair. The guy you're talking about, we talked about Rapify yesterday. For, he was in a wheelchair for 12 years. Jeez. And they built what they call like a bridge between the brainstem and the spinal cord. And That's to incredible. Basically cure, you know, paralysis. He was paralyzed from the waist down. And the most amazing thing from that story, and maybe we'll see something similar with uh, Neuralink, was that even when he had it switched off, so to speak, they found that it was actually healing itself. So he was still able to walk without that on. Isn't that amazing? So his body learned it can do it. Yeah. And And Neuralink, by the way, is a brain chip. That's right. So they put a chip in your head. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty wild. The the, the uh, telepathy though that's really something. I mean everything else is incredible too. That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, so and, and approved by the FDA. You're talking about yeah, that's the big deal too. If, if Bill and I, <laughs> just, oh my all God. three of us get Neuralink on the morning show, and we're just talking to each other through telepathy, and it's just dead air for three four hours. Gonna be great radio. <laughs> 
come hear what we're thinking about. Come on. <laughs> God almighty. Goodness gracious. And then we'll do magic. <laughs> yes, that's right. Wow. <laughs> Then we'll show pictures. (laughs) Elon had said before, and by the way, he tweeted out, he goes, congratulations to the Neuralink team, obviously. Uh, He had talked before about human trials for brain implants to treat paralysis and blindness. They've had success Mm. with blindness. Remember that story like two years ago? The success they've had with some very basic images with blind folks that have been in the trials. Can you imagine? It really is pretty incredible. Unbelievable. They're learning how to rewire the brain. Change the world. What a time to be alive. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Oh, but wait, it's Elon, so you know that the mainstream media is out to get him now because he's, uh, he's in favor of free speech, so it's like, Elon yeah. will only cure paralysis for Nazis. <laughs> Didn't you know he's literally Hitler, guys? Like, Guess literally. David Duke wasn't available. <laughs> oh, that kills me. David oh, Duke man. wasn't available to cure paralysis. <laughs> Jeez. Morons. Slam him somehow. More, listen to you, morons. <laughs> All right, we've got, got our first rapid fire of really the weekend coming up next. Let you know what's going on in the world. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What do you need to know before you head into the weekend? You know, hanging around the barbecue, like spouting off some knowledge. It all starts right here with Jen. Well, you may want to take a travel trip to the West Coast. Another sign that maybe Budweiser's in trouble. Uh-oh. Bush Gardens, Tampa Bay theme park. Free beer available once again. And if you went there, I'm is not trying right? What does that bring me back? Wow. I, I, I remember they used to have that tent. You could go up as many times as you want and get as many beers as you want. It used to be that way years ago. Not anymore. When I was going to USF, <laughs> Bush Gardens, when they had the actual beer plant in right. the park, you could go there. We had a student pass. You could walk through that thing, get little thimbles of beer. You could walk through 75 times if you wanted to. I'll just Spin. keep on drinking. Well, this is, you know, I wonder what the gutcha is. Is it Bud Light because they can't get rid of it anywhere else? Right. Uh, if you're an annual pass member and you're 21 years old or over, you get two complimentary seven-ounce beers through July 20th. Not a season pass holder. You get one free beer. Wow. Love so, ya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's available from 1030 until one hour before they close at the Twisted Tails Pretzels in Pantopia Park. I, I didn't think so at first. I think you're exactly right. I think this is a... They're either trying to dump a bunch of Bud Light or they're just trying to win some people back. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it's honestly both. They're just sending it there. All right. You know, use it as a, as a promotion. So from 1959 to 2009 is when they used to give free beer. Not anymore. Now they do it on periodically, you know, times. Periodic times. <laughs> like now. It was yeah, great exactly. when the Bud plant was there. InBev bought it. Everything changed. The Clydesdales went away. All that stuff. I remember they used to keep the Clydesdales there. They it was were great. so beautiful. The SeaWorld. That, yeah, they used that, to be at SeaWorld yeah, too. That yeah. barn was immaculate. I used to always look at that and say, boy, I want a barn just like they, this. They had a great restaurant there. It was an Anheuser-Busch restaurant at SeaWorld. I, to this day, I remember going there when I was like 12. And really? The best turkey sandwich I've ever had in my life. I'm wow. telling you, to this day. You sure it was turkey? Well, <laughs> I used to always have a problem. They had fish sticks available at SeaWorld. Like, oh, no. <laughs> You're like, okay, did they take that out of the pond? It's next like when, door? You go to, when you go to a barbecue place and there's little cartoon caricatures of pigs all over right. the place, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or they got a little pen in the back and you're like, okay, there's Stanley back there. Oh, oh boy. Speaking of spending money and the weekend and Memorial Day and beer. This is apparently a big, big shopping weekend. I think it's mostly on food prices. Jen can attest to that. You were preparing for your big shindig last night. Yeah, we spent way too much money. A lot of hot dogs, hamburgers, and chicken. Was it into the hundreds, can I ask you? Oh, yeah. 
The, the average shopper getting ready for the weekend is planning to spend across America 356 bucks. Wow. Yeah, ching, yes. That's way more than I thought. Yeah. I don't, huh. I don't spend a lot personally on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, because you go to other places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you come to my house for the free food. Who are you kidding? <laughs> you bought it up. I might as well. Most people in the survey said it's on food and drinks, and we know about food prices these days. They're crazy. It's been insane. Top three retailers spending money on Walmart, Amazon, and still. I was at the grocery store yesterday. Went to buy a, this is before we went to Sam's last night. Half gallon ice cream. Half gallon of ice cream. I guess how much it was. Well, well. Which brand? Seven bucks. I, I don't want to say. All right. It wasn't Haagen Dazs. Okay. Because that's a pint. So, so half one of those. Uh, uh, Your Neop- favorite commercial. Ne- ne- Neapolitan. No, where strawberry. You, you actually like the strawberry? Yeah, it was like, strawberry ice cream. Only person in America likes strawberry ice cream, <laughs> section of the Neapolitan, along with Almond Joy. That's right. That's Jen. That is not true. $9.50. What? For a half gallon ice cream. I what? swear to you. I was on the phone with my girlfriend. I went to grab it and I went, oh my God. And she was like, what? I said, the ice cream's $9.50. Buying that Nancy Pelosi ice cream? What's going on over there? No, it wasn't. It was was regular Uh, ice cream. Wow. Everything's more expensive. It's crazy. Well, you guys were mentioning this earlier. I just wanted to kind of touch on it a little bit more. With hurricane season coming up next week, you mentioned, Jen, this typhoon. It was yeah, out in the Pacific. Malar? Is that what it's called? Yeah, because we had talked about it earlier in the week. Maybe on Monday, I think I had brought it up. And this, you know, the super typhoon, it was at 140 miles per hour. It strengthened from 85 to like Oof. 150 overnight. Jeez. It was insane. It went through Guam. Thankfully, everybody's okay in Guam. But my gosh, it knocked What's out left? all the power. I mean, not, not good there. But after it went through Guam, it re-strengthened. It's at 185 miles per hour. Oh, that's Super insane. Typhoon Mawar. Oh. Just imagine you're out in the middle of the ocean. I watched a video the other day, and I don't know how I came across it, but it was like the 10 worst shipping events ever. That's what this stuck is, in yeah. storms. And they showed aircraft carriers like disappearing behind waves. Oh my, so gosh. Like, oh my God. But can you imagine being out in the middle of the ocean and this I'm, thing hits you? I'm telling you. It's at the millibars, because you know, we always talk about when the pressure drops and everything. It's below 900. It's 897 millibars. <gasps> The pressure's out that's on this thing. Oh, man. Bad sign. This is an absolute monster that's hanging out there. I know it has nothing to do with us, but it's just unbelievable to think that this monster of a storm is out there in the Pacific. They're saying maybe it's going to go towards the Philippines. I hope not for their case. Is this the worst ever? The um, biggest ever? Do no, actually. There was, more, there was one worse? Well, Dorian was at 185 when it was coming toward us, and it sat on the oh, Bahamas. That's right. It destroyed the Bahamas. That was back in 2019. Remember that? Yeah. That was rough. Oof. Wow. Okay, I got good news for you. Good. And you guys might like this because you go to the movies. Maybe you're going to go see The Little Mermaid. One never knows. Nope. Uh, remember <laughs> remember Movie Pass? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's back. Oh. It's been bought out of uh, bankruptcy. Uh, the new pricing model, it planned $10 a month. You get to see one to three movies, or you can go up to 40 bucks a month, and you can get to see 30 movies. Uh, they say it wherever they accept MasterCard, that's where Movie Pass will be accepted. Uh, they list over 4,000 participating locations so far. So uh, if you're into it, it's back. Uh, I guess you go to moviepass.com and you can buy one. Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, that's, that's Anything all... that saves people money, I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. Good. I mean, 10 bucks a month to see one to three movies. And, if you know, what did it cost you last time you went to the movies family of four? By the time you're done, it's like, you know, 200 bucks. Well, I went to the loan center. And I said, <laughs> hello, I'd like some popcorn. And they said, I'd like a blood sample, please. That's right. No, and it's your a first lot. Child, it's a lot. You it's... go with you know with a family of four. It's like going to a sporting event. Now. No, it is. I mean, 
You, you're spending at least $100 to go to the movies. It's crazy. Yeah. And you wonder why I sit at home on my couch and watch yeah. these things. I don't blame you. Well, if you're going to try to uh, avoid The Little Mermaid this weekend, good luck. <laughs> Not good reviews so far. It was nationally released, actually world, worldwide released last night. We'll check out Rotten Tomatoes here in a little bit, but it's been some controversy. People didn't like that the fact that they were remaking an animated classic. That was the first one. Okay. Second one was... People were kind of the kids were kind of scared. They did a an A B test versus the old one, and then some of the new characters, and they were scaring the children. That wasn't too good either. And then they Uh-oh. released some of the songs from it. Now oh, they dear. do have some of the classics, but the new one, this came flying here for you to oh. see and hear what I found. Remember that swap? Remember? Nope. Oh my oh, god! I still have not got past five seconds of that thing. That's Aquafina singing the new song Scuttlebutt. But there's two massive release times during the year for new movies. It's Memorial Day and July Fourth weekend. Yeah. And this is this is their big. Disney's big hope. We'll see. Maybe it'll be a, a massive hit. It'll win this weekend. Yeah, it used to be based on the hit and run theory that uh, by the time Monday rolled around, if it was a bad film, they released it on a long weekend because by the time word of mouth got to you by on Monday that the movie stunk or by Tuesday when you got back to work, they'd already made their millions. But now with social media and everything else in the world, that, that, that whole theory has changed, I guess. But they're still coming out with it. The only reason this movie is getting good reviews is for uh, Halle Bailey. I mean, well, the movie isn't getting good reviews. She's getting great reviews. People love her. Yes. She's super talented, great voice, looks great on screen. I mean, let's face it. And then for the movie itself, they're like, nah, not, we'll not very good. The real test will be next weekend. Yeah, exactly. If it gets word of month reviews, that'll that'll be the real test. Right. It'll, it'll win this weekend, and then, I don't know. We'll it reminds see. me of uh, Ant-Man. Remember when Ant-Man came out back in February? It had a good opening weekend. Yeah. It was a Marvel movie. It was the latest one. And then the drop-off was, like, historic yeah. next week because people found out this wasn't very good. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Well, guys, it's time for another one of my patent sports updates. Oh, I'm <laughs> surprised you're doing it, considering. <laughs> no, I got to gotta hold true. I'll be a good sport. The Miami Heat are choking away their trip to the finals. Congratulations, Bill, because the Celtics are going to be the first team ever to come back from a 3-0 deficit. He's, they're done. He's saying this. No, they're done. I know, because yeah. when he trashes He's doing the reverse right. karma <laughs> thing is what he's doing. Yeah, because done. the last time he trashed he trashed the Heat, they went on this right. winning spree. Right. They are because all at you. Because when they're losing, he goes, yeah. size up the rings. Yeah, okay, forget it. Get out this, of here. Just, this is absolutely disgusting. I mean, the, I guess the Heat thought you know it was first to three. Goes, wins the series because having a 3 nothing series lead didn't mean anything to them. They've lost two in a row. They get run out of the gym last night in Boston. And the, 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 all the momentum is on Boston's side. It, it, your, your theory isn't working here, so no, I to tell you. No, they're a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, it's, I just, in any normal series, I'd, I'd have something to say about it, but I can't, I don't understand. I've never, in all of sports, in all the decades I've been watching sports since I was a wee child, I've never seen a team like the Celtics team. There's something mentally wrong with them. There's something in their DNA where they only play when their backs are against the wall. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. They lost like the first three decisively and then they came back and they won the next last two decisively. Like the the heat wasn't even there. They stuffed what's his name? Jimmy Buckets there. They blocked him last night. It's either a very dangerous way to play or they're just or or maybe it is mental toughness. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I'm just all I wanted was them to fight again because there was no fight in those first three games. And now there is so it sure is. We'll see. Game? I don't know. It's a new series now, I but no idea. Like you said, no one's ever come back 150 series in the over almost 80 year history of the NBA. No one's come back from a 3-0 yeah. deficit. Celtics are playing great. They've won two in a row. So the Heat are now up three-two. 
And game six will be in Miami tomorrow night. Yeah. If it gets to seven, it would be, I think, are they talking Monday? I think it would be Monday. I think they're talking Monday if it's seven, but I don't know. Who's Back in Boston, of course. One game at a time. Who knows? So the trip to the finals is still up for grabs between the Celtics and the Heat. And meanwhile, nuts. The Denver Nuggets won the West. Yeah. They're They're probably going to have like two weeks off. It's unbelievable. They're out on the beach. They're fishing. They're hanging out. uh, Say it goes to seven. When does the the final, when did the final start? Like two days later or like the next day? No, regardless, it's going to be June 1st. So the Nuggets have 10 days off regardless. (laughs) Is that a good thing or a bad? Bad. I say bad for them. Because they lose their momentum. I mean, you can rest up, but that was a hot team. Didn't they blow out the Lakers? They did. They swept them. I mean, come on. I say, I think. You always want to keep the momentum going and play I've, right away. I've always felt that way, too. I mean, there's something to be said about having rest going into another series. Yeah, but, but, you know, it, there's such a thing as too much rest, you know? There is. So, it's uh, well, we'll see what happens with this one. But, man, they, the Heat just have fallen asleep at the wheel. So. What a weird sports season this is. Unbelievable. Been. Unbelievable. <laughs> is right. Hmm. Now, this is unbelievable, too. Jake, well, of course, we're going to have Memorial Day weekend stuff. But how about this? Is there are there coordinated attacks on behalf of killer whales? <laughs> are they learning and organizing? They boaters off the coast of Spain say they're being attacked. This is an incredible story. When you hear the numbers, I saw a number they showed. It's earlier. unreal. The stats on this are it's it's like eye popping when you hear the stats. Whales are scary. attacking boats. Yeah, maybe they think they're other whales. I think they want to kill humans, but that's just me. <laughs> okay, well, we'll tell you why. That more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. this year as being likely record-setting in terms of the number of flyers uh, this entire calendar year, especially now that summer is kicking off. Believe it or not, that's a TSA spokesperson. Not a lot of energy there, but she says it's going to be one for the books. One travel season, they're starting to show, you know, the obligatory news reports from the nation's biggest airports packed already, as you can well imagine. A lot of people flying, even more people driving. Yeah, a lot of people driving. By the way, this system that, uh, you know, we just had uh, our meteorologist tell us that, you know, we may see some small hail around here today, but it gets better toward the weekend. If you're going to the Carolinas, what's causing this is this pressure system. But what I'm thinking is this is going to be a travel nightmare. Because oh, North Carolina, South Carolina, are right. gonna, they're saying are going to get whacked by this this storm. So all it takes is one storm to interfere with flights. And True. the next thing you know, everything stops. So they say, what, two hours early show up? Please show up two hours before your flight. Oh, I mean, this is the kind of weekend to do that kind of thing, for sure. Just take a lot of extra time, if you can. Yeah, you know, bring bring books with you. Bring your phone. Bring your you know, iPad. Play games. Hang out while you're waiting for the plane to take off. News-wise, headline-wise, going to the swamp for a quick second. Governor Ron DeSantis was everywhere yesterday campaigning. I mean, media hits. He must have had 15 different media hits. He stopped at four different places. And now it goes hand-in-hand that he's announced. This also includes campaign stops or fundraising trips. Right. Today is going to be in Orlando. uh, But I think the backlash that our governor is going to face is next week he goes on a tour. Uh, He goes on a very large tour. Four-state but 12-city blitz. South Carolina, New Hampshire, Iowa, he leaves on Tuesday. He's gone all week, so now you're going to hear people say, well, he's running for the presidency. He's campaigning in all these other states. Who's running the state? Yeah. And I, I think mean, that's what's going to happen to him. And that was even that was a, a criticism even before he ran. People said, man, I love I, I voted for him twice. I like what he's done, but I want him here. So I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, a lot of people like him. Uh, you had mentioned yesterday when he kicked it off with Elon Musk on Twitter spaces, he raised a million dollars in the first hour. Uh, by the end of the 24-hour period, he'd raised $8 million. 
Uh, and that was like as of yesterday morning. So God knows how much money he's got now. And he already had like $200 million in the coffers. So, I mean, a lot of people like him. It's just a matter of is he Donald Trump Jr. or 2.0 or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Because I mean, he sounds when, like him, right? When you have Trump running with the same policies. Only he's not Trump. Exactly. He's a younger version. He's the cover band. He's the cover band. <laughs> it's a good description of it. It's true. 2.0. Yeah, yeah. It's so true. All right, we got to get to this now. This is one of the weirdest stories I've ever heard of in my entire life. I guess it's a Wild Kingdom story. But, I mean, there are serious reports of this and serious scientific explanations or theories being floated about that orcas are suddenly starting coordinated attacks on boats. Killer whales. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I watched when it was a, a fairly large sailboat. It looked like a husband and wife, you know, and I don't know if they're traveling around the world or where they are. Most of these are what? Off the coast of Spain, right? Off the coast of Spain and Portugal. They, they do know they can track it to a killer whale group, a family that get this, maybe teaching one another to attack small boats. They sank their third vessel earlier this month. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they said, but I heard all these different rumors, So, and I watched this story yesterday because I had watched the original video, and I can hear the guy going, don't come under my boat. Don't come, come on, don't go that way. We want to go this way, you go that way. And he's trying to talk to these, these orcas while he's trying to maneuver his sailboat out of the way, and he ends up getting away. But you see the, oh, this vicious attack. And if you just watch the video, it doesn't look that bad. But what they do is, what this guy was saying, the captain of this boat, is they attack the rudders and, and the propellers on the, the boat because they like to get massaged by them. So that's what they thought the attack was on this particular sailboat uh, is maybe that the orcas like to run into the propellers because it makes them feel good. And I'm like, okay, but they're sinking the boat at the I same time. I think they're starting to think something different now. They began harassing boats in 2020, biting the rudder. 20% of the attacks caused enough damage to disable the vessel. They sank three so far. What the first theory is what they've always floated out. They just want to play and they think it's another creature and another animal. There is a scientific observers now think one of the top theories is revenge for no. a whale that was they can identify in that group that was hit by a boat and severely hurt. It might have even been killed. They no. think they've learned to enact revenge on small boats. Oh, these are like the monkeys in Japan or wherever it was. Remember with the dogs? Don't you think they're smart enough to learn that too? Well, yeah, probably. They That's scary. They communicate with each other. It's a baby <gasps> whale, man. <laughs> baby whale. I totally think this it's way way too coincidental. I was telling you guys about a stat I saw. Yeah. They said in 2020, they had about 25 encounters with orcas documented. But since then, there's been over 500 encounters with orcas. They're going after it. They're going after it. It's intentional. It totally is. So what happens if they sink your boat and then you're in the water with them? Do they eat you? They put you on the tail. That's right. And they fling you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Human cannonball. You got some some video. three boats. We've got wow. some video, actually, we're going to put on the Morning Show blog. It's it's wild. It's, it's pretty startling. I mean, you're right. The revenge factor. If you have orcas, they're like, take them down. I'm telling you. Good luck wow. stopping that. Good luck. <laughs> wow. I hope they don't start teaching the whales over on this coast. That's yeah, thinking. really. I hope they don't have like a party line they're telling <laughs> them about it. These are the European orcas. <laughs> yeah, before I had to worry about sharks, now i got to worry about killer whales. Oh, I know. Jeez, taking revenge. All right, we've got some Memorial Day stuff, especially travel to talk about coming up next. Some other headlines, too. Uh, and some entertainment stuff as well. Keep it here next. The East South Florida Morning Show. 
It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Each month we've seen cancellations under 2%. Uh, That's better than the 10-year average, and so far this May, uh, we're seeing those numbers hold. That's your Transportation Secretary, Jen. You better listen to him. He knows his stuff. You mean dear old Pete Buttigieg? (laughs) Okay. Great. He doesn't even have, like, a hopeful message. He's just like, he talks about last year. That was unacceptable. Needs to be better this year. And he's right. But, boy, I, I just I still can't figure out why he put they put him in that position. I, well, you know, it, and, and I always say, I got, got nothing against South Bend, Indiana. Beautiful little town. It's a little town. You would think, you know, if you're going to pick somebody to be transportation secretary, pick somebody who's used to traffic. They love him. <laughs> Rising star. You know. Uh, they do. They do love him. So, uh, But he's right. It is expected to be a massive, massive, massive uh, travel weekend airline-wise. You know, they always put the cameras. The major news networks have them set up at O'Hare and LAX and LaGuardia and Logan, all those major airports. And it is. It's busy already. TSA says this is going to be a travel season uh, weekend anyway for the books. Well, it's, you know, it's it's the first. You look at it. I think this is probably the first big, long weekend that people are totally over covid and lockdowns and they're not apprehensive anymore about you know being in crowded places with lots of people without a mask on and i think everybody's over it and they want to let them have fun it's going to be crazy on the roadways far far more congested on roadways than it is in the air yeah i think so i think you're right i mean it's it's you notice that you get here before anybody. It was busy already when you were coming down and just looking out our window of the station. It's uh, 95 packed. You know, it was interesting to see how many people were checking into the hotel next door. Oh, that's early, right. Early this morning. I mean, I had like four cars behind me pulling in. I'm thinking, why are all these people behind me? And they went to the hotel. Wow. So there's a lot of people coming to South Florida for the weekend. Where are you going for the holiday? Mangonia Park. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's like it's like uh, advertised as Palm Beach. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Palm, that's why well, That's why Lake Worth changed its name to Lake Worth yeah. Beach. Give people the impression you're going to be on the beach. You check into point. that place downstairs, you're like, hmm, I don't see any water. <laughs> <laughs> see a lot of other things, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, news-wise, and of course, politics is a lot of news these days. We apologize, but it is. Governor Ron DeSantis was everywhere yesterday. Four actual physical stops. And then I think he talked to every media outlet in the world, except ours. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that picture? He did a thing. I don't have the audio of this because it just happened. I guess he talked to something called Good Morning, New Hampshire. Oh, okay. Some radio outlet. I don't know who they are. Good Morning, Granite State. And he said something interesting, though. I'd love to grab the, the clip from it. He said, well, I think it's clear that I have a good chance of beating him, referring to Trump. He goes, because I'm the only one he attacks now. Oh. It's a good well, point. Well, you know, it's still it's still early in the race. You, know, you got another two years of this. And it just started. Oh, my God. Help us all. Uh, and also, I think he did it because isn't he going there next week? Yeah, he uh, will DeSantis be is on this uh, four-state, you know, 28-city tour that he kicks off next Tuesday. He's going everywhere. So it should be, and I think that's when the backlash will really kick in. You know, you're, four days you're gone. You're doing 12 cities in South Carolina, New Hampshire, and Iowa. Uh, how you run in the state if you're on the campaign trail? Yeah, it's going to be a that's a, already a big criticism. Yeah, and I think that's a, you know, and as of as of the latest poll, if you believe, you know, there's all the various polls, but the latest one has him at least thirty points behind Trump. So does he catch up? I think you're right. I think he's waiting for something to happen to Donald Trump, like Donald Trump's going to face some kind of indictment somewhere that he can't get out of. He won't be able to run. Therefore, DeSantis will be the front runner. 
Oh, I think that's the plan. I, th- I think that's what they're counting on, his yeah. team. Sure. Yeah, I agree with you. Right, because yeah. it's a lot of the Trump. In fact, he said this, one of the media outlets, he was talking to Dana Lash yesterday, DeSantis talked about the wall. Does this not sound exactly like Trump's plan? Are we ever going to get a wall? If I'm president, we will, because we'll declare a national emergency on day one. We'll mobilize the military. We'll mobilize resources, as that emergency declaration would allow us to do. Uh, and we will not take no for an answer. Here's the wow. thing for people who, and there's a lot of people like this saying, well, I want all of those America first policies, but I think Trump's just going to be too much trouble. Listen, it doesn't matter. Anybody promoting America first is going to be considered Satan by the left. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You could put Mother Teresa up there <laughs> and they're going to attack her as a Nazi. It doesn't matter who. They're going to attack them all. So true. But you're right about him being uh, Trump 2.0 because he was on with Clay Travis and told them that he would uh, pardon a bunch of January 6th defendants. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. yeah so and, and he would pardon the former president, that being Donald Trump, if something happened to him. So I was like, okay, he's laying the groundwork. So, he, but he does. He sounds just like Trump. Only he's not Trump. What did you call him? The cover band. I, somebody told me he's like the cover band. I yeah. can't shake that out of my head. You're right. It makes it's, a lot of sense. It's, it's makes a lot. That's exactly what he is. But I, I have found in my travels, and in, in which are very slim, but I have found in my travels that people who dislike Donald Trump also dislike Ron DeSantis. Yeah, but you got a lot of Republicans now who are just who are, they're tired of Trump, but he's still. He's still got. He's going to win the primary. He is. I, I outside don't, of some freaky legal thing. Yeah, unless this uh, thing and when he has to show up in court for this right. business dealings next March in the middle of everything, yeah, we shall see. They're trying to get him on every every which way but loose as far as indicting him and stuff, and nothing's sticking so far. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I thought it was interesting, guys. Good morning, Dean. Morning. I heard. Uh, I, I think he was. Who's that guy? Greg Kelly, who's on Newsmax. Is that is that his name? I think it is News. Yeah, I think so. Right. And he, so he talked to everybody. He did. It's hard to keep track. So he was on one of those shows, and he asked him, you know, what's the difference between you and Trump as far as policy is concerned? He's like, we know the personality, and he went over a lot of different things. But he made a good point. DeSantis, it's something that we've said before, which is some people who can't. I'm, I'm summarizing. Some people who can't really stomach Trump as Donald Trump, they look at me as the alternative. Because a lot of the policies were, you know, in line with a lot of stuff. And he's like, I think I can bring in more independence than Trump can. Yeah, it's, he, it's, I mean, he made sure. it's not a bad point when it comes to that. That is but, interesting. It's, he, in fact, he said that it's not just Republicans you got to appeal to. It's not enough to just win Republicans. You've got to be, you got to be able to win independent voters. You got to be willing to win some of these discerning Democrats that are sick of the woke turn that their party has taken. Okay, but. Trump more than ever appeals to independence these days. He's got to realize that too. He does. I That's mean, also the numbers true. show that up. As soon as that indictment happened, that changed everything. No, yes. Nobody hates unfair treatment from the DOJ like independence. Let me ask That's why they're independence. Have you ever met you know, I, I had the privilege of meeting Donald Trump very briefly, but a couple of weeks ago, as you know. Very much the Clinton effect. Yeah. When mm. you meet the man, you go, Wow. Yeah. And and does does Ron DeSantis have that same effect? Interesting. I don't know. It's because, you know, Donald Trump gets out and starts shaking everybody's hands. And when he holds these rallies, there's thousands of people mm-hmm. there. Will Ron DeSantis draw 10,000 people to an airport? I don't, I don't think he will. No, I mean, he doesn't have that kind of charisma. No. He doesn't. He's a good he's a, I think he's one of those higher awareness wattage individuals. Right. I, I just think he is. He's like a, he's like it's like there's Elon Taylor Swift. <laughs> 
you know, Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. No, he is. He's yeah. like he's one of those super achievers in life. But, 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 but stage appeal like that? No, no, it's he not can't. There. He he doesn't have it. It's not his personality. Yeah. He's he's really cut and dry. I mean, he's great in what he says, but you know, I said it before. Trump, he's, his base is too strong. Yeah. I mean, DeSantis will get some good one-liners in there. He's right. gonna he's gonna have you know good numbers down the line. It may not be a complete blowout this time next year, but. In the end, like you said, Bill, barring some type of freaky legal thing, it's still going to be Trump. I don't know. What a time. Yeah. And let me tell you, put them together and you get an unbeatable ticket. God, I, I know. Wish. I wish they would have done and that. that and, Everybody and, wants that. And, and you know what? Maybe that is the plan down the road. Maybe. And, you know? and everybody's friends again. Yeah. Oh, well, look at I mean. Politics are so stupid. I know. How many times did Trump insult all of those people from Ted Cruz to everybody else on that, <laughs> on, that, on that stage? You're right. And now they're like best of buddies again. You know, he called Heidi Cruz ugly. Yeah. And now he's like best friends with Ted. <laughs> I mean, come I mean, on. If that doesn't tell you what we're talking about. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's uh, Politics makes no sense to me whatsoever. Because it, it doesn't. Wow. It's crazy. No Memorial Day weekend stuff, travel stuff. Coming up, some entertainment, too. You going to the theaters? Disney hopes you will. Yeah, then they're going to get your money. We're going to take an early look. What is Rotten Tomatoes saying about the new Little Mermaid movie? Oh. We should we should have a response so far, because it was worldwide release last night, right? Right. All right, then more next. The Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Hold on here a second, Captain WFTL. I don't yeah. want any talk of small hail. What? No. I don't want any talk of hail, period. No. I guess the good news is he says tomorrow looks better. I, I was looking yeah. at the long-term forecast. It's this pressure system that's sitting off the coast, but apparently it's also pushing things north. It looks like the Carolinas are going to get the brunt of the storm over the weekend. Oh, well, we know a lot of people we're looking at right now heading to the Carolinas, yeah, so that might be get, a little rough. Yeah, it's going to be soggy there, unfortunately. So, uh, Which means better news for us, though, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. You know. so, ah. With weather, it's state versus state. We it's, always tell- uh, it's like hurricanes. Go to Carolina. <laughs> Go to Texas. Go anywhere but here. That's terrible. Don't say. They say it about us. I, well, I guess. I think it's Texas's year. They escaped last year, so oh I think it's Texas's year. Oh, boy. Speaking of storms, and we're only bringing this up yeah. because there was a big conference yesterday at the uh, NOAA, National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration. They talked about storm season. thought this was interesting. I, as, for, as far back as I can remember, they always talk about a above-average storm season expected. Right. They call this one near normal. That's because we got El Nino. Oh, really? Yeah, that we the like, good one? Yeah, El Nino's the one that kills uh, cools uh, it. Cool makes the water cooler. Uh, La Nina heats it up. Well, this is what uh, Dr. Rick Spinrad, the director, said. 12 to 17 named storms with top winds of at least 39 miles per hour. Of these, 5 to 9 are forecast to become hurricanes with maximum winds of at least 74 miles per hour. Okay. And then they said 1 to 4 would be a major hurricane category 3 or higher, kind of like what Ian was. Uh, in uh, you know, all it takes is one, as they always say. So hopefully, yeah, that's true. It, it, you know, if we're going to get by a storm, hopefully it's a tropical storm, you know, that kind of goes right through. It's all about preparation. That's what Senator Rick Scott said. He was there yesterday. I want to make sure that federal resources will be there. Uh, but it all it all starts with you and what you do to keep yourself safe so you don't get it, end up getting in harm's way. All right. Very true. That's yep. all. And then tomorrow, uh, May 27th through June 9th, it's Hurricane Preparedness Sales Tax Holiday. So you can go get whatever it is that they have. I had tarps and stuff like that and, you know, flashlights and 
batteries. And it's I always guess. good. It's a great idea. It's great for the retailers, too. It's great to get people prepared, at least, you know, keep it top of mind. Love it. They say they're going to do it again August 26th through the September 8th. And I'm thinking, isn't that when they do the school one? But I know that there's, when they've extended it. The school one, too, is like, it, it's like three weeks now. It is. So You're right. It, it's much longer. So it works out well. Good. Especially, you know, you can save money anywhere these days. Take advantage of it, please. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, it's a big holiday uh, weekend, obviously, for entertainment as well. Let's not forget about that. This is usually the two big movie release days are what? Weekends, what? Memorial Day, July 4th. Mm-hmm. Or Christmas Day. Christmas Day is a big one. Right. So that's why Disney has chosen yeah, well. this weekend and this week to release The Little Mermaid. Mm. It's out now, it's released to the world. Here's a little bit of the trailer. Wow. Is the big is the big storm? Remember that? Oh, yeah. When Eric ends up in the water, and he falls out. God, that's loud. And he sees the mermaid. Now that's the live action part of it. Wow. And there's a lot of CGI, but this is uh, this is obviously the remake of the 1989 classic. And that would led into some of the controversy on this. A lot of people said they didn't want to see it remade. Well, a lot of people said that about all the other movies, and Disney still went forward and did it anyway. True. Remember when they redid Lion King? They're like, why? What was wrong with the first one? You know, Elton John's music was great. And this one, uh, Marin, uh, Lin-Manuel Noriega, as I always say, instead of Miranda, uh, he wrote a new song called Scuttlebutt, and it is sung by Scuttle, who is voiced by the comedian Aquafina. Right. She can't sing. I'll try to get past four. I, all I've been able to do is four and a half seconds of this thing, but this is what it sounds like. I don't exactly hear uh, yeah. family singing that around the campfire <laughs> like a Frozen song or something. Remember the swamp? <laughs> she says swamp, by the way. I didn't know what it was. I had to go look it up. Like, what is she screeching? Granted, it's a bird singing, so maybe that's why it's screechy. Well, so far anyway, seems like pretty good news for Disney because it gets released Thursday night before the weekend is really when they release this to the world. So Rotten Tomatoes always does an audience score, and then they have the critic score. And? Critics have it at 68%. Oh. That's, that's the tomato, right, Dean? Or is that the critic one? That's pretty high. Audience score so far is 95. Are you kidding me? 95%. It's, they like, er, it's early, but... They like the meth fish. Well, <laughs> put it this way. Skid you row saw, fish. You saw the fish flounder, and, and Nora saw it in a, in a poster, my granddaughter, and she, it, it scared her. But you said they wiped flounder out of like the trailer because it was scaring kids. I've seen two trailers <laughs> for it. The second one was a few weeks ago before uh, Guardians 3, and it was only Halle Bailey. Wow. And Javier Bardem, who plays the her dad there. Yeah, that was, that was it. They, they should none of the little characters. Wow. I don't know. The, the, even Sebastian, the, the uh, crab, looks kind of weird. Looks too real. His eyes are, like, bugging out. <laughs> if the people like it, maybe this would be bigger than we thought. But the, the real test would be next weekend. True. Well, does anything open up against it? Well, but, I mean, if this drops off from the first weekend, that means that it was, like, people f- actively telling their friends, yeah, don't go see it. Don't go see it. They, they said it's going to make 120 million. So sure, I, I bet it will. I, it, they'll make their money back. Don't worry about don't it. Don't worry. Don't worry about Disney. <laughs> Disney's going to be okay. <laughs> All right, we've got rapid fire coming up again. Coming up next, just past bottom of the hour. Let you know what's going on in your world. Keep it here next. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's check it out. What is going on? You know, you need some info. When you're at the weekend barbecue, you're going to spout some knowledge on people. What's going on? This kind of knowledge you don't want to spout on anybody and why I stay on the ground. A passenger 
Uh-oh. aboard a South Korean flight yeah. this morning. Did this you guys not, see this? It did. is not fun. I've seen the video. Why does somebody do this? How he did it? He opened the emergency door mid-flight. My gosh. You got people clinging to their seats while the wind is gusting through. And it was a big plane. It wasn't like it was right. a little one. It was an Airbus. How, oh, how does this happen? I don't know. I really don't know. It was aboard an Asiana, Asiana Airlines Airbus 321. It's a big plane. That is a big plane. Uh, 194 (laughs) people were on board. They were headed from one. It's like an hour flight. Fortunately, no one was killed. A couple of people were hurt. They They were able to land. But how do you open up the emergency door? Mid-flight. That's a nightmare. Was this guy suicidal? Is he a TikTok star doing something stupid? There, I mean, no, so well, much footage in from the plane, now. and it's all horrifying. horrifying. It oh is. It's gosh. just to watch this happen. It's, it's and the only thing they got is the footage that people put up on Twitter or on wherever they I posted might have to it. Throw this on the blog. It was horrifying to watch. I think you might have to. Yeah. But was not the good news is it landed and no one died. What but I just want to know is how does number one somebody get that to the emergency door? Right. And because to open it up. In midair? I mean, that takes a lot. And how does no one stop him in time, too? Well, it's not like you can just go press a button and the door opens. I mean, you got to work on opening that emergency door. Unless he was no sitting, saw him? sitting in that row and working on it quietly. I don't know. I wonder if this changes how they're going to actually configure the doors on those things. I, so don't ask me, but I don't know how you open it up with yeah. all that pressure from the outside. You're right, though. The video know. is unreal. It's kind of scary. scary. Yeah. I don't know why this guy did it. Jeez. Crazy. Speaking of scary. Yes. I've never seen anything like this in my life. What is wrong with Canada? Oh, no. Oh, I know. Did you see this? It doesn't mean it's going into play. It doesn't mean it's going to be approved, but they've got support for it. Just listen to this for a second. A new survey nationwide in Canada. Our neighbors to the north, more than a fourth of them, a quarter of Canadians, back state-supported suicide for poor and homeless people. What? Yes. So they're they're homeless? Are you going to kill them? Oh my gosh. Because they Or because they're poor? Yeah. Wow. Isn't this horrible? It was released this month. 27% said people should be able to get lethal injections because of poverty. Good. 28% said the same idea because they're homeless. Okay, I got no place to live. Give me a needle so I can go night-night for good. Yeah. This is one of the most... This is barbaric. One of the cruelest things, barbaric things I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Another 43% of Canadians said the mentally ill should be allowed to get a doctor's help ending their lives. Oh, man. So who, who makes just, that? Okay. Who so you asked the question? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you're mentally unstable, so somebody's got to make the decision for you, you would hope, because if you're unstable, you can't make a logical decision for yourself. Widespread euthanasia. I, I mean, know. Yeah, just get rid of them. We don't it, like you. And not even for people that who are sick. I mean, when you're talking the first part... Because you're poor? <laughs> the or crime homeless? of being poor. Oh, Lord. And you know a lot of these people are depressed anyway, so it's not going to take much to push them over the edge and make it easy for them to kill themselves. Right. This is horrific. It, it all became... Now, they asked that because there's a... The Canada has a medical aid in dying law, you know, to protect this. But they asked people, like, how far would you push it? A shocking amount of people would push it pretty damn far. Wow. I got news for you. You can Whoa. do this in Oregon. I, what, what's to stop Oregon from, you know, pushing their, you know, assistance?
a little bit further. But what happened to, you know, mental awareness and call someone if they need help and making, talk to somebody? And helping them and this being the last possible option. And, and now it's just how, how many first responders here and in Canada have put their lives on the risk helping people who are in this situation right. who are killing themselves? That's crazy. What's wrong with the people? I Lord. think I'll stay here. <laughs> it's another, there's another country off my list to go and Goodness visit. Gracious. Wow. Jeez, that, that's scary. Well, on the, on the other side of the spectrum, listen to this story. Uh-oh. There was a nun in Missouri in a small town called Gower, which is about 40 miles north of Kansas City. Okay. Small little place. She passed away four years ago in 2019 at the age of 95. Now, the thing about her was, her name is uh, Sister Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster. Okay. So when she passed away, her sisters buried her, you know, by the convent, right? Right outside there in their own cemetery. In the nunnery. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Simple wooden coffin, no embalming, nothing like that. But she was very important to that convent because she created this uh, new, I guess, rite of the nuns. It was like this Benedictine group dedicated to the Virgin Mary and all this. So after she passed away, it was customary for them to say, hey, we want to bury her under the altar. So, Like St. Peter? Yeah, pretty okay. much. So now time has gone by, like, well, we want to, you know, take out the coffin and now put her under the altar to honor her that way. Now, when they did this, they had doctors tell you, they're, they're told the nuns, like, you know, it's not going to be pretty. You're going to see a bunch of bones and stuff. Like, you have to be prepared for this. She wasn't embalmed. It's been four years. When they got there, they opened the casket and she's fully intact. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, everything. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's still the same. And she said, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping. It's unreal. How long has it been? Four years. <laughs> Maybe the bugs didn't like her. No, they said. I mean, it defies, obviously, medical explanation. And the sister uh, said okay. she looks There's... just like she did when we buried her. So this is a, another one to, to becoming a saint. This is a, the, the now miracle. the Vatican is investigating a possible miracle there in the small town of Missouri. Because normally that typically means that when someone's body doesn't decompose the way it's supposed to, when it's a religious person, it's a sign of sainthood. The Vatican is going to find out after a year-long investigation that Sister Wilhelmina lived on a lifetime of Diet Coke and Twinkies. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say So many preservatives, <laughs> she's never going to decompose. <laughs> either that or whiskey. <laughs> Maybe. So it's either a miracle of sainthood or Twinkies. <laughs> wow. One or the other. That's pretty wild. Yeah, so now it's like, pil- like people making pilgrimages over there and stuff. Yeah, but what better way to increase business at your church? Small Let's gower. come up with a little story about Sister Anne that oh, we put in right. the dirt it's not a conspiracy. four years ago. Her body is sitting there. <laughs> is that yeah. one of the requirements, though? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's it's a sign. If they say if they see that the body hasn't decomposed, that's a sign. Like, oh, we need to check in here. We might have a saint on our hands. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Wow. Huh. Okay. You guys going on vacation anytime soon, like this weekend? No. No. All right. No. <laughs> Experts have found the perfect formula for the greatest vacation ever. They say the perfect vacation, you travel with at least four people, enjoy a minimum of four new experiences, and do at least one thing that's totally unexpected. Oh, I like it. Yeah, bump the third person off and you trip. <laughs> they didn't see that coming. Okay, here's here's some of the things they wish is memorable. And then stick it. You'd be like, the- who was the ant on National Ant yeah. when they stuck on the, the road? <laughs> 
Uh, trying a new food you probably wouldn't find at home. Oh, please. See, Making I'm not friends. good with that on vacation because I don't want to risk it. What if yeah. it's like I have an allergy to it or it just makes me sick or Too I hate spicy it? spicy or something. Oh, Getting yeah. lost or taking a detour and coming across something amazing. Done that before. Yeah, done nope. That by accident. Very uh, That's how you get killed in the woods. <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that in Gatlinburg when I left at like 3 in the morning oh and was going God. through those windy switchbacks. Oh, we got, it was yeah. foggy. I'm thinking Stephen King was here when he wrote yeah. his book, Children of the Corn. We did that at night in North Carolina once. The hills have eyes. Yeah, you know. Life. It's real out wow. there, man. Anyway, that's what they say. So enjoy your vacation if you're going away. Well, after we weekend. destroyed it, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just put the ant up on the on the tr- the luggage rack. Don't worry about enjoy it. Enjoy, you're right. gonna die. Yeah, all good. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this in here if you'll allow me for a minute. Sure. We've said this before. This is the first year I think ever I've seen such little talk about what Memorial Day is all about. I mean, right. I mean, usually coming in here and all the information and prep and all mm-hmm. the other stuff, and you see all kinds of some gave all and honoring veterans and what's going on and local events around. And they fought, made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom, yep. obviously, which means especially they would like you to enjoy your weekend and enjoy those freedoms. Sure. But let's not forget what it's about. And it's not Happy Memorial Day. It's You can have fun and enjoy it, but let's remember what this really truly is about. It's not retail sales. I think yeah. a good way to do it is PBS. It's it's Look, it's a tough watch, but really puts it into perspective every year. Gary Sinise does a great job Oh, oh that's yeah. uh, PBS every uh, Memorial amazing. Day. He's done incredible stuff. Oh, it's unbelievable. And, you know, they, they have the families and they tell the stories of the soldiers who died in battle. And, oh, yeah. I mean, so that's that's what it's about. Don't ever forget that. Exactly. And that's what it's about. Keeping the back of your mind. Like Do you that and, and enjoy. Right. Yeah. Well, guys, the Washington Uh-oh. Commanders. I think it's safe to say not a lot of people like that name, right? The old, the old Redskins. They became like the, the Washington Football Team. Now they're the Commanders. They had so many other choices for I cool know. names that went with that. Kind of like the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. No. Like, ugh. well, maybe going away soon. No way. Really? <laughs> because really. Well, Daniel Snyder, the former owner now of the Washington Commanders. Sold the team, right? Or oh, is it official? Still, it's still in the process, but it's going to pass within the next month or so. So there was talk of the new owners possibly going away from the commander's name, rebranding because they knew a lot of people didn't like it. They want to go away from anything having to do with Daniel Snyder because all Washington fans hated that guy. Absolutely. So now they're saying the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office denied the trademark application for the Washington commanders on Thursday, which means... It possibly puts the team's name in jeopardy just after one season of using it. Which is wow. what the new guys would want. Exactly. Because yeah. then they can turn to the league and say, we got to change it. We lost it. Yep. They've lost the patent. Nothing we can do. So obviously this wow. new ownership group, which involves Magic Johnson, I believe. Yeah. Um, they probably put the word in there to the patent office. Hey, you can go ahead and deny this one. It's okay. So I think they're going to change their name again. Thank God. Which would be good. That was lame. But are yeah. they going to be the Senators? I don't know. That was an old baseball team, right? Basketball yeah, Washington team? Senators. You yeah. want that. They Maybe. failed twice in D.C. How about the Crooks? <laughs> if you want to go local. The Washington Swamp Monsters. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's make it local to the city. Yes. Oh God. A local feel. Jeez. So I, I I liked Red Tails. I did, too. I thought that, you know, you honor the uh, uh, Tuskegee Airmen yep. that way, and you keep the red name. And you still have, and they had a logo with the red tails. So the logo would fit on the helmet. It looked good. I remember some of the markups. Right. Yeah. I think it, I thought Isn't it was a Isn't that what name. they thought they were going to go with? And everyone thought that was the front runner and the winner, and then and they came out with the commander. Yeah, that's what people wanted. Like, yeah, no thanks. I don't know. So, so well, you might be uh, have a new name next season. We'll good. see. That'd that be would nice. be good. Yep.
All right, coming up next, we've got some Memorial Day travel info for you. More on that to talk about how much you're spending this weekend, too. And there's a massive, massive deal for that Neuralink company, another one of Elon's. He's got approval for some amazing things to help people. Pretty cool stuff. All right, then more next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy it. Honor it. Remember those who paid the ultimate price for our freedom, too. Don't forget about that. But it's a time to enjoy, too. A lot of people getting out of town, no doubt about that. So what was the latest numbers? Over 40 million driving, says AAA. Three and a half million people uh, going by, by plane. And the TSA thinks today is going to be the peak day for how many people they get through airport security. Wow. I think most people probably leaving today. I now know a couple of my friends left yesterday, and they didn't have any problems whatsoever. So uh, it's it's just a matter of, you know, there's a bunch of people on the road. that You have to anticipate the fact that if you're traveling anywhere this weekend by any mode of transportation, you're going to run into delays. It's the way it is. It is what it is. And, and you better pray if you're flying, number one, the weather doesn't screw you up. Cause right. This system that's bothering us, and they're saying tomorrow and Sunday and Monday are going to be a lot better, is going to dump tons of rain on the Carolinas. It seems to be like pushing everything north and toward them. Here's the NBC travel reporter. She filed this last night. She said... Worst day to drive? Well, Friday. Oh, great. 37 million Americans expected to hit the road this weekend. So some tips to avoid the worst of it. Experts say if you can, avoid hitting the road tomorrow when traffic is expected to be at its heaviest. So avoid Friday. They say it should lighten up on Saturday and Sunday. As I check my watch right when Jen will be driving home. <laughs> Diener will be right behind me because he drives slow. I, know. I have to blow his doors off getting on I-95. Diener yelled at him last Friday. Well, the reason the thing, the damn entrance ramp's a mile and a half long is so you're going 75 by the time you hit 95. Diener was going 40. I literally, I had no idea it was him until I blew past him. You didn't have to give him the finger. Wasn't it nice? I I didn't know what the sound was, too. I heard something hit my car, and I look out the window. I'm like, was that Jen throwing a soda bottle at me? Did not throw anything out the window. I did not tick you off or flip you off. She's drafting you. I did run you off the road, though, because you were, like, in the way. Move. Fishtail, I went spinning. (laughs) This is really, I I think we got to consider this a feel-good story for Friday. We've heard about the Neuralink company, and once again, Elon Musk in the news, but this is amazing. Neuralink has been working on, most especially and primarily, uh, help for paraplegics with what they're doing for spinal research. It's a brain chip implant. Big news yesterday for the company. It just got FDA approval for all kinds of things this could help. Yeah, apparently, like 2019, they went for FDA approval and got denied. And that that pushed like Elon over the edge. He was like, okay, you need to figure out how we're going to get approval. So they get the approval for this chip. And it's not just a chip to help people with paralysis be able to move their limbs again. This is far more reaching than what we even talked about yesterday. Because we had that story, where was the, was it a Swedish? I can't remember where the company was from. Yeah, Chinese Swedish. guy, Swedish company. And the, the guy had an implant in his brain. He had an implant in his spine. He wore a power pack. But basically the system that he was using that has taken a man that had been in a wheelchair for 12 years, the ability to walk again Amazing. and go upstairs and climb hills was it, it, whatever he thinks his body does. So in this this chip sends the it, it was pretty wild how it all worked, but I would assume this is similar to what Neuralink wants to do, but it, there are far more implications with Elon Musk's company. Now again, remember FDA approval for all of this for experimental trials, right? 
Neuralink's plans in their press release include the device helping the disabled and healthy people cure a range of conditions like obesity, autism, depression, schizophrenia. They've had success in earlier trials with blindness. And listen to this. Didn't know this one was concluded in it. Could also allow for web browsing and telepathy. Oh, huh? I don't like that. What? You can you can read my thoughts new. No, as long you. as you have the same chip. <laughs> okay. And we can send each other's pictures and our thoughts in our brains. No, thank you. <laughs> wow. That's kind of creepy. But that's but, pretty but cool. But the good that this could do, and they've had amazing success so far with paraplegics. That they think that's going to be the the biggest impact so far. Can you imagine? You know, you haven't been able to use your limbs, whether it be, you know, you're a quadriplegic or a paraplegic for how many years? Amazing. And they put a chip in your brain, and next thing you know, you can move again. That's like, and if, uh, that's, and if that's this makes headway shattering. with Alzheimer's, oh, right. forget about it. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Yes. Do you think this is what aliens use to, to speak to each other with their uh, telepathy? Oh, you and no. They already aliens. have like a Neuralink thing. No, Stop all, with the aliens. They're, they're here, so all they do <laughs> yes. is pick up their phone like you or I and gave you a call. Do they text? Okay. Yeah. Like that last guy you had on UAP. Clearly an alien. That's what, That was for sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's We're going to find out at the end of this that Diener's an alien. You realize yeah, this, yeah, Well, you know, I'm waiting for that, that face to come off, you know, where he just pulls it off like in face, <laughs> that, the movie Face Off. Or like in, in Men in Black, when they, you know, all those people had, you know, the creatures underneath them. Yeah. I'm How sure many the scouts Earth, do you have? Because I'm sure the Earth takeover is going to start with radio. <laughs> right. <laughs> and with Diener. With Diener. <laughs> Even less likely. Hey, speaking of travel, according to my little uh, survey here, yes. this number I'm looking at, the number two destination for travel this Memorial Day weekend is Orlando. Which means a lot of people going to the parks. We haven't talked to him in a while. Our Orlando informer, Matthew Miller. We'll get an update from him coming up next to see what's going on up there. Can you imagine how crazy Walt Disney World's going to be this weekend? It's going to be insane. Oh, dear God. I know. All right, that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. 37 million people driving. They're paying about $3.57 a gallon for gas, and that is well below what we had, of course, last year, about $4.60. That's Tom Costello, NBC. They always plan him at, like, some airport around the country talking about the travel update and a big holiday and all this other stuff. Well, NBC came out with a, uh, a report. I think it was, like, last night, and they said the number two driving destination for this weekend Yep. It's our very own Orlando, Florida. I'm sure there's a ton of people from South Florida heading up the turnpike right now as we speak. But, you know, you think about it. it Orlando's got everything. It's got all the theme parks or right. most of the theme parks. And if you don't even stay at a theme park, you can stay at one of the resorts there that has like a water park in the backyard for the little kids. So right. it's, I mean, you can just go there and have fun. So we, we thought we would invite our buddy Matthew Miller to come and join us and give us all the details. I haven't talked to him in a while from Orlando Informer. Uh, Matthew, how you doing? First of all, happy weekend. And uh, you busy yet? <laughs> hey, good morning, y'all. Well, happy weekend to y'all as well. And more busy than I know what to do with. <laughs> going well. Yeah, I'm sure. Now, there's a lot going on, obviously, with, uh, with Disney. Some canceled plans. We talked about that. It was a big news story, obviously, there. But there was also just a report about a massive expansion, the amount of money that they're going to spend they just came out with this uh, in Florida over the next couple of years. It's like, I don't know how many billions of dollars it is. Are there rumors of a new actual Disney theme park you've heard rumblings about? You know, there has been rumors. 
for quite some time about that. I got to tell you, though, I, I think to begin with, it's going to be more upgrades to the additional part. Oh. Um, you know, the past couple of years, we saw like major Star Wars land, major right. Toy Story land, things like that. Right. Um, and last year at the big Disney Expo, they actually hinted at very large expansions coming to Animal Kingdom. Um, they, they didn't announce exactly what it would be, but they showed some concept art. Yeah. So that's what my money is for the first big expansion. Oh, wow. Does that mean more animals or like more or more hotels and rides? Um, I think it would be more uh, hotels and attractions, yeah. uh, specifically on the, the ride side. You know, out of all the parks, that one probably could use a couple more rides. And, and the concept art, it appeared to show a couple of new lands with new with new you know, attractions. So really excited for that if it, if it ends up happening. That'd be cool. Okay, since we got the old Bob back, Chappick's out, Iger's <laughs> back. He seems to be reversing everything that Chappick screwed up and changing things back to how they used to be, at least at Disney World with the, the season passes and the annual passes. And now you can buy them, you know, back again and everybody can go and there's no just, you know, you don't have to make reservations anymore. Have you noticed a big change in the attendance at Disney World? Well, I can tell you what we have seen is we've seen a lot less confusion. Um, you know, yeah. on our end, a lot of people will call with a lot of questions, right? Is this pass good for this day? Is this pass good for that day? Um, you know, as they've started removing reservations, that has definitely helped a lot. And also, you know, other things like ticket deals have started coming back. Like right now, there's a deal where you can go to eat, uh, four parks in four days for $99 each. Like, that, that's a huge deal compared to, you know, what you could buy tickets six yeah. months ago. Wow. Things like that really think you're helping drive people back to the park. Yeah, you're right. You know, come to think of it, you didn't wow. have those ticket deals for Ever. for a long time when the reservation system was happening. Yeah, you're exactly right. It, which is good for the consumer. And not just is that the same deal with you know to compete with that? It seems like Disney will make a move and then Universal responds. Have you seen seen the same kind of thing from their part, or do you expect one? Yes. Yeah, so actually, um, on this one, Universal was actually the first to act, and they have a really oh. great deal right now where um, you can buy two days and get another three for free. You can go for five days for the price of two. Oh, that's that awesome. A really, really great deal. Don't, aren't they building that new park, Nintendo World or whatever it is? Is that, isn't that, isn't that Universal? Are. Yes, it is. So um, there's a, a new theme park coming called Epic Universe, and uh, they've announced it'll open in a couple of years. And one of the main driving lands of that is Super Nintendo World with, with Nintendo. Wow. Boy, what a smart move that was. With Mario it, Brothers. It's kind of like when Universal <laughs> invested in Harry Potter because it's something that's going to be around for like 50, 60 years or beyond. You know, it's generational. Right. So is Nintendo now with the success of Super Mario Brothers. That was that, The timing of that couldn't be better. Absolutely. The movie did great. I got to tell you, the land, it's incredible. We had a chance to experience that a smaller version opened up earlier this year, actually, in California. Mm. They'll get a larger version here when the new Epic Universe opens. And it's amazing. I mean, it's, it, you feel like Mario. Like, you're, you can run around and hit punch blocks and collect <laughs> coins. And, you know, you can do everything that the characters were doing in the game. <laughs> it, it's really neat. Oh, that's pretty cool. And how long you said before it's open? Um, it should be a summer of well, they haven't said exactly when, but on the uh, Comcast call, they they say it's in 2025, more than likely summer. Uh, a couple more years. This is Matthew. This is what we need you to do: grab a hard hat and sneak through the fence and give us early picture <laughs> reviews of that thing, okay? Because we know you get your you guys get early reviews. <laughs> yeah, you can go and looking like Mario, put on some overalls, and they'll think you're part of the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, I definitely think that we'll get some of the first access in, uh, you know, as they start letting people in. Because they normally allow us into the media event. So 
as soon as we get in, I'd love to share updates with you. You know, the other parks, too. The last time we talked, I think you know, uh, SeaWorld was just talking about some of their new coasters. They've really gone coaster-heavy, haven't they? How has the success been so far in the reaction to a lot of the things they brought to their park? Yes, they have been doing coaster after coaster after coaster. Last year, Iceberg Lake, and then actually tomorrow, uh, their new Pipeline coaster opened. And this one's really cool. You actually um, are standing on a surfboard, yeah, and no. the harness actually bounces up and down as you're going over the airtime hill. So it's really like you're surfing. It launches at 60 miles an hour. You go about 110 feet in the air. Oh uh, it is quite a ride. That's perfect <laughs> for Jen. Wait a minute. And you're standing up? You are. You are, yes. Yeah. So there, there used to be a design of a roller coaster called a standing coaster, and they've They've been very clear that this is not that type of regular coaster. There may be some similarities to it. This is actually what they're calling a surfing coaster because not only do you stand up, it actually has a system that allows the harness that you're in to uh, bounce up and down as you're going. So when you go over that wave, you really feel like you're surfing over a wave. Your, your feet actually come off of the surfboard. It's, it's really amazing. Who wants to ride this thing? I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> They really no. are going, th- uh, you know, really thrill ride heavy, though, like wow. you're saying, Matthew. They're really building, a, you know, a lot of them. But it's been a couple of years since I've been to SeaWorld, though. But they still have just as much with the animal shows, don't they? And I it, I mean, I've always gotten the impression that they're really going to start focusing on the rescue efforts they do at SeaWorld. Because, I mean, behind the scenes, if you've ever been, I know you have, it's amazing what they do. They should really feature that more. Oh, my gosh, yes. The They've even started adding, like, counters throughout the park of, like, the number of animals that they felt or what this division has done. They should. Uh, but, yes, they, they, they have been trying to highlight it more, and I think they will continue to highlight it. And i got to tell you something that's really cool. Um, th- actually, this week, the first international SeaWorld Park opened in Abu Dhabi. And something that they did there, which I thought was really cool, is for the animals, they didn't have a lot of space for some of the bigger animals. They actually built drones that look like dolphins and whales and the other animals that they helped, and they flew them through the park, and they talked about how they helped each one. It awesome. was amazing. I oh, mean, my God. We need that. Wow. But people probably thought it was like a pterodactyl though, coming in. I'd be like, oh, my God, run and hide. I would oh, love that. That's pretty cool, though. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Very cool. It is Abu Dhabi, though. They'd have a lot more money than we do. Well, yeah. <laughs> Less space, but more money. More money. A lot more money. It's going to be a busy weekend, obviously, for you, but you've got a lot going on at Orlando Informer, uh, Matthew Miller. I always see everything on your your um, social media stuff, but I know that you've got the website, too, which I think is OrlandoInformer.com, right? That's correct. Um, and you have these. I meant to ask you this last time we talked to you a few months ago. You have these meetups at Universal quite a bit. I know that you have a bunch of people. I have noticed on your, I just happened to notice because I follow you on Facebook. You've got this like legion of people that meet up with each other and have met each other at these meetups. That sounds pretty awesome, cool. actually. How do you find out about those? We do, yeah. It's, it's amazing that, you know, we do these events and then, it, you know, we get people that become friends and end up getting engaged. You know, they just, <laughs> it, it becomes quite, a, quite an event. Uh, but, yeah, if they go to uh, OrlandoInformer.com, they'll be able to see our ticket deals, um, our meetups, everything that we do there. Uh, so that's why I'll send everybody. But they are a heck of events that we do. We have a blast doing them. And, uh, you know, we'd love for any of you listeners or for you all to come join us sometime. Wow. 
And I want to go see the Jurassic Park tribute store because I want one of those dinosaurs. Oh, is that going on now? Yeah, it's way cool. I'm oh. looking at pictures on your website as we oh, speak. Oh, that's cool. Matthew. Yes, it is amazing. The photo, I mean, you know, they've got some full-size dinos there. Uh, Trixie, who's out front, the Triceratops, you can get a photo with her. It's just, it's incredible. And it looks like you're walking through the set of the film. Wow. While you're shopping. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Well, it's going to be a busy weekend, busy year, actually, for you guys. Matthew Miller from Orlando Informer. All right, we need you to go sneak in again, grab a hard hat, take some pictures for Epic Universe for us, and give us some sneak peeks while they're building, okay? Don't get in trouble or anything, but we need you to do that. Gotcha. If I get caught, I'm going to tell them I'm from the morning show. Yes, that's yeah, right. Okay. Everybody, no problem. They always blame us for everything, so yeah. don't worry. We're tell them your kidding. name is Diener. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great weekend. Thanks for the update. Thanks, we'll Matthew. talk to you soon. Thanks, y'all. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. It looks like, like a him. lot's going on there. They're investing big. You know, we hear all these stories about like, well, you know, Disney's in trouble and this and that. And I wouldn't count on it. Yeah. They, they've just announced a massive expansion with that stuff. And probably, like he said, redoing a lot of the stuff they already have. That's pretty cool. But I'm looking at, you know what, if you go to his page on Facebook, this Jurassic Park tribute story Universal looks way cool. Does it really? It looks like you're on the scene at Jurassic World. The, Let me get back up there again. It's Don't you have season tickets? Not anymore. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you did. No, the kids, kids are in college. Is, is, you a, can't is afford there a it. surprise? <laughs> <laughs> kids are in college. You can't afford it anymore. You're not kidding. <laughs> I dropped a hint to them. I said, I said to them the other day, they, they started talking about Father's Day, and I said, oh, maybe you want to go to you know Universal or something. I said, well, it's really hot. Like, okay, there goes that. <laughs> okay. When is Father's? Coming up, isn't it? Nah, like soon June enough. Like June 10th or something like I, that? I don't know. We get like an hour. Mother's Day is like a week. I, I like and to rightfully say, so. I don't see you suffering in labor. Father's hour is on June 18th. <laughs> June 18th. Yes. Thank you so very much. It's a caddy day at the pool. Yeah. All right. All right. Get some more headlines coming up next. <laughs> Travel uh, information for uh, Memorial Day as well, and some other stuff next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Log right on there. It's adding as we go because a lot's happening this morning. The latest thing we added, by the way, <laughs> Diener put it up. There, there's multiple angles from cell phone video. A nightmare at 700 feet. A guy opened the door of an Asiana airliner jet as it was coming in for a landing in South Korea. Thank you know the only thing I can say is thank goodness it was not in on American soil that this took place. But and, and that they were landing. Yeah, and the other good news is they were at seven hundred feet, not forty thousand feet. But at the same token, the people you see clinging to their chairs, their seats on this airplane, while the wind—you can see the wind beating them to death—and they're thinking, "Oh my God, please make sure the the bolts on these seats are sucked out the door." How does this man? Open up a door in front of these people, and no one stops him. I, uh, I That's what I don't get. I'm dying to find out what the reasoning was, if we ever find out. But my God. Yeah, they're just kind of like sitting there. <gasps> I, I, they're like, well, we're going to land soon, I know. I'd be like, please, dear God, get this thing on the ground. Get this tin can on the ground. I don't now. care that it was 700 feet or 7,000. Uh, yeah. High enough for me. Yeah, it's that's horrifying. You get sucked out, you get sucked out. Yeah. So, and, and, and you know, the only way you're going to get sucked out is, it, well, just think if somebody didn't have their seatbelt on. Thank good, goodness they were coming in for a landing because everybody probably had a seatbelt on and that's what saved them. Right. Because how many people would have just been sitting there without a seatbelt on and next thing you know, you're getting sucked out the door. I wonder how he didn't. That's a good question. I don't know. I still don't know how he opened the door. I don't know, but check it out. It's on the Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com. Wow. Also on the 850 mobile app. What else is on there? I know we have a dedication of Memorial Day to remember. While you're having a good time, let's remember you know, what this is all about. We, so we, true. we honor and remember, and uh, we thank those that made the ultimate sacrifice so we can have freedom. So 
I know we got a dedication on there too. Did you do the Reagan speech? I did. Yeah, it's so good, and yeah. it's. Uh, I see it sometimes. You know, every uh, Memorial Day it shows up somewhere, and right. it's just one of those speeches. It kind of you know sets the stage, puts it all in in perspective as we go into the weekend. It really does. Wow. So, and also, it was a trifecta. Uh oh. It's been in, busy, Jen. Three day weekends. We have three stories on the blog. The orcas are oh. attacking. Okay. This okay. is incredible. I, I looked at the one you put on there, your particular video, that mm-hmm. YouTube hit that came, that came out. It's organized. It is. You can't tell me that these orca whales off the coast of Spain haven't, you know, enacted organized attacks on these boats, and they've okay. sunk three of them. Okay, now you're right. trying to say, <laughs> at least some people are trying to say, this is retaliatory action by yep. the orcas. That's because, actually what some of the researchers are saying, too, because there was one orca that got injured, Right. By a right, boat? by a boat, by a propeller, right? Yeah. Like, kind of like manatees. Mm-hmm. Just think if the manatees united. Oh, no. Blue, 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 they're they're blue, too blue, docile. Blue. <laughs> That'll be the end of us. But we can outrun them. We can outswim them. <laughs> That'd be fun watching them. But they're saying that, that this is kind of like, where is it? The, remember the monkeys got even with the dogs? Or the oh, dogs got even in, with the, what was it, the monkeys? India or I, Pakistan? Somewhere. Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, a dog killed a monkey, and then next thing you know, all the monkeys turned on the dogs, and they were they were taking them up to like the fifth, sixth floor and throwing dogs yeah. off the balconies. Yeah. Well, they're, it's basically the same thing, that an orca got hurt by a boat propeller, and that now this pod that this orca was in is is basically strategizing revenge against anybody that has a boat. They're very smart. I have no doubt. We know they communicate. That's been proven. How many no boats? No doubt they've organized this. You, you looked it up. How many boats did they sink in the past, like, five years or something? It was ridiculous. They've sunk three, but there's been hundreds of attacks. Wow. And it's the same pod, right? It's the same family group of, yeah. that they think they can identify them. And it was one of theirs from the pod, like you're saying, that had been hit by a boat inadvertently, and, and they thought it was intentional. Holy cow. <laughs> That's this crazy. Is nuts. It really is an unbelievable story. Maybe they've been weaponized by Putin. <laughs> yeah, they could be more beach. Jeez. <laughs> wow. That and really then, is kind of scary, though. you got to check this out. I mean, I think what we saw a stat beforehand, because over the past three years, it's been over 500 occurrences of, of orca yeah. attacks, you know, uh, encounters, maybe is a better word. Before that year, before, there was 25 reported. Now there's 500 in the past three years. And they wow. have success. They've learned that, too. Yeah. What are they, they're biting the, the rudder? Is that what it is? Well, they also said other people say the reason they're attacking is that they like the propellers and the rudder on their skin because it's like a massage. You know, the boat I saw them attack was a sailboat, so it didn't mm. have a motor on it. So I'm thinking, well, why would you attack? It's got a rudder, but why would you attack a sailboat if, if that's what you're looking for? I, I Listening to your story, it makes complete sense that this is retaliatory. It is. I, I mean, They're you know, not us. to bring up a bad subject, but look what happened in SeaWorld. I mean, that was retaliatory. Yeah, I mean, look, these are very smart animals. I hope they didn't hear Orcas. about that one. I no. hope they don't contact the North American whales. Oh, no. <laughs> hey. No. Yeah, this is in Europe. This is off Spain, so let's keep it over there. Hey, guys, this is what whales. you can do. Oh, no. These are the, you know, the Euro- what would you call them, the European yeah, pods? Yeah, these are the European <laughs> whales. Let's get those over there. Let's stay on that side. Man. Holy cow. That's all scary. Right. So, so that's all on the blog. Yeah. You can find that online. For some weekend fun. Gee, Thanks. airline doors being open to killer whales. <laughs> yes. That'll put you right at ease. That'll put we, you on a boat and in the sky in a heartbeat, won't it? You know how to do it. Wow. Jeez. And uh, hurricane season starts pretty soon. We're only bringing that up because the uh, National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration did their update yesterday. But it also means that the hurricane preparedness 
Sales tax holiday starts tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow through uh, it lasts about a week or so, two weeks, and then we get another one coming up, which is interesting in August. August through it's the end of August, the beginning of September. Was that the school one? Nah, it's it's two for the hurricane season, oh. which I guess they figure halfway through. You know, August, September, October. Well, no, it's near the end. So it's I all good. I, November, yeah. So I guess it's like halfway through the season. They have another one, and then the school one. I think the school one. Then they elongate it last year to like three weeks or something. Yeah, they I made they it did. longer last year, and I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same from now on. Because the retailers love it. Well, and I think people love it too. You, you know, and, and, and today. Let me tell you, after I saw that a half gallon ice cream was $9.50 yesterday, if you can save money anywhere, by all means, give me a tax deduction somewhere or a tax free. If I can save 10 bucks, I'm sure. saving 10 bucks. There's Absolutely. no doubt about it. Because it's crazy at, at the stores these days. And I think it really does help people get more prepared, you know, not to freak them out, just get prepared. It makes it easier and say, oh, yeah, the hurricane stuff's here. It's well, tax free. I'll grab it now. You know, what? If, if the flashlight's going to cost you, you know, five bucks instead of six fifty, yeah. you know, why not? Go ahead. Save the, the buck fifty and go get it. Prepare for this. Rapid fire. Last one of the week coming up. Just Ooh. minutes. We'll let you know what you need to know so you can talk about stuff as you head into the barbecue this weekend. Yes. Hey, you know what I heard? <laughs> and it was made up. No. <laughs> <laughs> and more next, the Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Arming you with the stuff you need to know and quite often stuff you didn't even ask for. That's Rapid Fire. Jen's got the first one. Well, like this, if you got plans for Memorial Day, you were joined by a lot of people. 75% of Americans plan to celebrate in one way, shape, or another this long weekend. The number one thing everyone's doing is... Barbecue. Barbecue. Oh, I was going to say sleeping in. 59%. Yeah, there's that too. 59% will celebrate Memorial Day by grilling this weekend. Got to do it. 43% going to a party or hosting one. Nine. That's 9% up from last year, by the way. Yeah. We're also planning on watching more fireworks. We had this conversation off the air. I don't get that. It's, yeah, either do I. Is it a promotional... Marketing scheme by Big Fireworks? Are they doing this? I think so, because we walked into Sam's last night, and there's this big, huge display of fireworks, and I went, wow, they're getting ready for, you know, July 4th already, and the guy that looks at the store goes, oh, no, this weekend? And I went, we do fireworks on Memorial Day? I say, anytime we can launch things in the air... I'm for it. Wow. <laughs> How about Easter? That should be the next one. There okay, you go. sure. See, just I mean, don't launch praise the, Jesus. Just don't <laughs> yeah. launch the bunny with it, okay? Uh, the top things that we're shopping for this weekend. Food and booze. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Beer, top choice. Lots of it. 70% of people are going to buy beer. 43% will buy wine or both. That Good. would be me. A few more things that we're buying this weekend. Sunscreen, pool floats and noodles. Need and new all. grills. Yes. Let me ask you guys, how do you like your hot dogs? You put the burnt. hot dog on the grill. Burnt, right? Uh, I like it burnt, too. Yeah. Almost burnt. Okay. Almost, but not yeah, like not crispy. Like, you know, yeah, not like all crispy. Right. But it's going to have like, a couple of like black spots on it. Nice and charred on the outside. Yeah. And pro tip, yes. if you do not cut the expansion slats into your hot dog, you should just immediately leave the party. Yeah, you got to do it. You're right. Just so that they don't <laughs> curl up. It's true. Like ridiculous tails. <laughs> you got to do the cut so that it maintains the shape of the hot dog when it expands. And do you Three buy the, on each side. I like that. Do you buy the foot-long hot dog rolls so the whole hot dog fits in, or do you let it <laughs> stick out at the end? I like to fit the whole thing in the bun. Okay. It's still one of the but, most annoying uh, things, and they come in packs of six, but eight for a hot dog. Hot dog. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> so, I know. You, you buy it's a scheme, it's, by the way. That's, so, that's, from the, that's from Big Bun. That's that is it. Big Bun. So you buy more buns. So you buy more buns. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Ridiculous. Anyway, 
It is Memorial Day weekend. Don't forget, while all this fun happens, remember who we uh, remember and honor. It's those who made the ultimate sacrifice. Let's mm-hmm. never forget that. And this ties right into it. Did you hear about this? A U.S. Navy destroyer sunk during World War II has been found off the coast of Japan. Really? Holy did the Japanese find it? That I don't know. Civilian underwater explorers deep, so I'm going to assume that they're Japanese because they were there. Either that or is it the same people that found that, that did that 3D image of the Titanic? Uh, oh, that was right. amazing. Right. You know? <clears throat> now, the ship sank in over 4,000 feet of water, killing 64 sailors. 84 uh. sailors, excuse me. Mm. It was the USS, I think I'm pronouncing this right, Manert El Abel. First warship hit by what's described as human-guided kamikaze bombs. So they got kamikaze. Wow. And it took, tells you how deep the ocean is in ports. It took 4, this long to even feet. come up with an image of it so they could dig down and, and find it. Wow. Pretty amazing. So they, did they leave it there? I mean, you just leave it there and mark it as a memorial? I mean, what do they do? Something that deep, it takes a lot to bring up. Because you got to wow. have those guided balloons and everything. And right. I don't know. How about that, though? That's pretty wild. Hmm. They talk about timing, too. I know. Right? right? So this here's a story, guys, of a Minnesota man who, uh, well, lost his mind. Okay. What did he do? 37-year-old Travis Lee Carlson, who, by the way, I saw his mugshot. Guy looks like he's double his age. <laughs> he's uh, had a tough life. Well, it is Minnesota. Living. It's cold there yeah, a lot, a lot so. of the year. So he didn't never fall know. out yet. No. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough living. Well, he decided, you know what? It's 3.30 in the morning. I'm going to put on a helmet and start breaking things in my apartment. And then from there, he went outside, Okay. punctured a hole into his gas tank of his truck, siphoned the gas out, started pouring it all over his apartment, and lit his apartment on fire while blasting Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. What's <laughs> wrong <laughs> with this guy? Okay, so he, he not only ruined his apartment, but he also yes. ruined his truck because he punctured the gas tank. That's right. Uh, d- tell me no one got hurt. No one got hurt, oh, thankfully. Thank God. He started knocking at people's doors like, hey, my house is on fire. And like, what did you do? <laughs> so they call the cops. They call the fire department. They come out there. They actually saved the guy. He had burns on him and stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to ever hear Minnesotans ever make fun of Florida man again. Yeah, exactly. Because that's cow. the ultimate. That guy. What's this guy doing? Did he? Was he drunk? Did they say? Uh, they, they didn't Drugs? say how how much. Or just he just lost it. Yeah, I don't know if he lost it or what he was on, but uh, it's tough living for Mr. Carlson there. Wow. Drugs and, and sanit- insanity is no yeah. nice mix. Yeah. But, but I think he had both. The the attention getter in the headline is, we didn't start the fire while he started a fire. <laughs> in his think, on, what are the chances Billy Joel saw that headline? I know, right? And he goes, huh. I've always thought <laughs> he can make a second one. I think enough time. It, that was 1989. Think about all the stuff that's happened in the past 34 years. He can make a... a a sequel to We Didn't Start the Fire. But he doesn't, because it's already a long song with a lot of lyrics. He doesn't yeah. pick it up where it left off. He'd have to start fresh, right? Maybe start at like 92 <laughs> right. start, or 91, like remember, in the Gulf War. They used to use Gulf that Wars. in history classes. Remember oh, that yeah. song? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, a lot of kids learned what history was about because of Billy Joel. So. Great Good song. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of great singers, uh, Bill, this may affect you because I know you were affected by his death. Uh, the family of Tom Petty. Oh. Now suing an auction house for selling personal items that belonged to Tom Petty that they believe were stolen. Wow. That's the only way that could have happened. The R&R auction house in Boston is selling items like jackets, shirts, hats, jeans, footwear, duffel bags, guitars, guitar straps. Really? Uh, Specific items include a vest that Tom Petty wore at Live Aid 1985. 
and a Guns N' Roses tour jacket with a customized name tag on it. How do, I mean, do people have no dignity? How do you do something like that? I don't How do know. you get a Guns N' Roses tour jacket? That's, I wouldn't a, know. that's, that's a great, great question. Yeah. But uh, Petty's family says the auction house will not disclose who provided the items because... They want to know how they were acquired because they say they were stolen. Hmm. Well, how can an auction house, because like a standard pawn shop can't sell something unless they verify that it's, you know, legit. How I, can an auction house get away with that? That's it? a great question. Could be why they're suing. I, I don't know. It, wow. But I, I hope if it is stolen, Tom Petty's family gets it all back. Man. I hope they do. Wouldn't want to deal with that. Oh, man. Big movie weekend. It always traditionally has been, so that's why Disney decided to Choose this week and this weekend for The Little Mermaid. Mm. The much ballyhooed and so far pretty controversial 1989 uh, follow-up to that 1989 classic that was animated. This is called live action, and it has live action parts, but it's a lot of CGI, too. Man, it's got great music in it. That that new song that Aquafina sings, I think, is going to go right to the top of the charts. I'll try it one more time. (laughs) Oh, no. This is supposedly the big new song. Now, it's got the classics. You know what I mean? But but this is new. Came flying here for you to see and hear what I found. Remember that swamp? Remember my song in the swamp when I was like, No, Gosh. no, no, can't do that. No, that, that, that hurts. That, that is grating. No. Maybe when it's when you see it with the animation or whatever it is, CGI, it's not so bad. It gives me chills <laughs> in a bad I, way. Yeah, that's, that's like very grating. Ooh. Hey, I'll tell you this though, because Thursday night is when they actually release things to the public, right? right? I went on Rotten Tomatoes. The tomato meter is actually going up. Really? That's really? the critic score at 68% so far, and the audience wow. score at 95. Is that right? Well, kind of surprised. Like it then. I, I mean, it's early. My guess would be the audience likes it solely because of Halle Bailey. She's supposed to be amazing. Yeah. So maybe that maybe that saves the movie for people. I don't know. Mm. I just I sure I, ain't that song. No, it's not that. And changing lyrics to different you know classic songs like Poor Unfortunate Souls and. A couple of different songs in the movie, uh, Kiss the Girl. I, I hate when oh, they I forgot stuff. about that part. Yeah. I hate that. Mm, I don't know. They changed Kiss the Girl because it was threatening? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Prince Eric was forcing himself on her. Oh, my God. Give me a break. Are she you, wanted to changed? be kissed. That's why she went up there. She pursued him. By the way, she's a mermaid. It's not real, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I but just, all I the reviews can't. still say she's the saving grace of this film. No, I'm sure she is. She looks great. She sounds great. But anyway. Maybe the big fish in a small movie. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I think it's, uh, what's his name? Javier Bardem is King Triton. I think he saves the movie. That's it. <laughs> I, I can't see him as anything but a mass murderer. I'm I sorry. Say, I, you know, who's he killing in this film? Oh, no. Well, I guess Ursula at the end. Spoiler <laughs> alert. So No. Yeah, I know. How about this? I don't remember hearing about this guy. Maybe, maybe you guys remember. Richard Tulecki is a South Florida resident. He yeah. was at a Burger King in Hollywood, Florida. When he was going to the bathroom, he slipped and fell on his back and Ouch. had to get surgery. That hurts. Okay. And it, the he had complications from his surgery and everything. The, the lawsuit was filed. He fought a lawsuit against Burger King in 2021, accusing Burger King for negligence for failing to ensure that the area and the floor of the business was free and clear of any hazards. Okay. He won his lawsuit. Eight and a half million dollars. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Yeah. That's a it, lot of money. Who's his lawyer? I don't know. It wow. sure sounds like a slip and fall, but you know, sometimes they are legit. It's uh, oh, wow, I should say eight million actually, but still, this guy. I have a feeling you're going to see the billboard on ninety five at some point. Yeah, my lawyer got me eight million dollars. Yeah, my lawyer got half of it, but that's besides <laughs> yeah. the point. That's a lot of money. That's a huge, huge score. Yeah, but can yeah. guy walk now? I mean, if he had surgery and stuff, 
Is he okay? Yeah, I mean, I guess he's recovered and everything, but they say the fall caused serious injuries, which required surgery and complications from the surgery. Wow. So the, the court said, yeah, Burger King's going to pay you $8 million. But did they get his order right? This is all I want to know. I doubt wow. it. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee you they left the tomato on the cheeseburger when he asked for a tomato. There's no Damn. way. Oh, God. How about that? We'll wrap it up with more holiday travel stats. See how you're doing if you're uh, heading on hitting the road of the skies. And we have something we didn't get to yet, Jen. This story out of Georgia is a classic. The eyes of the country are on the airlines because last summer, Memorial Day, started really the the chaos that we saw throughout the entire summer with 20% of flights delayed. That's Tom Costello from NBC. They always plant him at some airport on the Friday of Memorial Day weekend to see how the the traffic's going. I think he's at O'Hare. They have cameras everywhere. It looks packed already. Uh, It's going to be packed no matter where you go this weekend, whether you're driving, you're taking a bus, you're flying, you're taking a train. You know, they never talk about train travel. Yeah, I always, I don't ever think about it. No. I know a lot of people still do. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, if it's a direct thing, but there, I don't think there are any direct tr- trains, are there? Well, you got to stop be. in 40 different cities before you want to get to where you're going. They still have the auto train, don't they? I'm pretty sure they do, it yeah. It stops in Virginia, then you drive the rest of the way? Yeah. Either that or, you know, I know a lot of people who ship their cars that way. Right. You know, let's ship them up back to New England. So, so AAA is still saying over 40 million driving, three and a half million flying. A lot of people. TSA says they're ready, but they want you to be ready. Get to the airline, your air, uh, your flight, two hours ahead of time. All right. I can understand that. You know, I, I mean, they tell you what an hour before on a regular day, so you know you got to expect it's going to be busy no matter where you're going. So that's fine. It is what it is. It's if you're flying this weekend, you have to anticipate the fact it's going to be packed, and pray there's no delays. Right. And 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 that's the good news. So and, and if you're going away, good for you. You know, I'd, I'd like to get away. To my pool. It's like that commercial, want to get away? Let's make it easy. All right, well, we didn't get to this yet. This is kind of the segment where we try to catch up on some stories that are still good. We still like them. We just got busy before, and this is a beaut. It's not Florida. You can't blame us. No. <laughs> Georgia came up with, on paper, what sounds like a pretty good idea. I think a lot of people would go for this in, in any state, actually, because how many people like going to the DMV? First of all, they said it would cut down on lines at the DMV okay. as people get their their driver's license photos done and also you know the inconvenience of driving there and i'm sure there's a lot of people that live remotely far away from a dmv so they came up with a plan we're going to let you submit your own driver's license photos and that's what'll be on your license when we reissue them and just think how many people you know you ever been to the dmv and somebody takes a picture and go can't you redo that my hair wasn't right and they're like and then no no move along (laughs) get out of the way well it's not going well why? What's going on? <laughs> the Georgia Department of Driver Services has just issued a reminder to people. Keep things classy, people. Things like, please take pictures with your clothes on. Oh, no. <laughs> when submitting them for your digital driver's license and IDs. Come on. I'm not sure what inspired that reminder, but uh. I'm sure somebody's going to leak this out in a hack at some point, and these pictures are going to make it to... Human oh. eyeballs at some time and see what we're talking about You've here. You've got to be ki- Okay, so you take your picture at home and you think being naked while you're taking this picture is the best thing to do for a driver's license? It's like cops. <laughs> like the show Cops. There's always somebody without a shirt. That's the one they arrest. Oh, my God. What is wrong with these people? It's too bad, too, because it was a good idea. Yeah, okay. You know what? People ruined it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so yeah, now they're going to have to, now they're going to tell you to put your clothes on and have a picture taken. <laughs> These people are idiots. <laughs> I'm just saying, come on. Imagine some of the other stuff they couldn't mention. Oh. Yeah, oh. send that one in. Yeah, sure, no problem, no problem. <laughs> uh, this is pretty cool. And Dina, I didn't, you know, do you guys play video games? Dina, you're probably more of that age group than yeah. Bill. Do you play a video game? I no, I never have time. I, I'd like to. Uh, I do know that Switch by Nintendo like revolutionized the game because I know everybody that's got one sure. that plays. Well, guess what? Sony's unveiling the Project Q. Oh, I heard about this. It's yeah. a new handheld device that launches later this week, n- this year, November to be exact. So you got to wait for it. It looks like the Nintendo Switch or the Steam Deck. I don't know what the Steam Deck is. Eight-inch screen, controllers on each side. But unlike those other consoles, it doesn't store the games directly. You stream them from a PS5 console. Oh, interesting. Hmm. So, so it's I, like an AirPlay type yeah. of thing. So that's so it it comes. They're not saying how much it's going to cost yet. I'm sure it's going to be ridiculously expensive. But Project Q comes out in November, All right. just in time for Christmas. I know oh, what I'm getting, yeah. Jen. Uh, yeah, there you go. Sure, as long as I can play Pikmin, I'll 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 take it. I'm sorry, that is not a PlayStation title. Oh, it's not. So you'll have to okay. deal with what you get. Okay, <laughs> you'll get one for the studio. That won't be distracting yeah, at all. Can you imagine? I used to. They had to take it away because I became obsessed. And I, I like I ignored out. I ignored my entire family for like weeks. <laughs> it's like okay, you're on your own. You make go make your own sandwich. Leave me alone. I'm playing. You can play God of War. That's what I get. Okay, you. sure. You guys camp? No. Have you ever camped? I was, I was, I'm still on the other story, the Nintendo thing. That was a quick segue. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> come on, come on. It's, we're gonna get ten I stories. Not, no, I have not camped in years. Really? No desire. Either do Unless I. Unless it's a pool, a hot tub, and a wet bar. I, well, okay, you're, you're <laughs> like me. Uh, uh, they came up with 25 different metrics to d- determine which states were the best if you want to go camping. Now, this is outdoor camping. Okay. This is like pitching a tent, you know, living with nature, enjoying the wild. It includes safety, supplies, camper satisfaction, the affordability. Number one state to go camping in, despite the fact that they had more deaths than any other state in the country. Oregon. You would think. California. Really? I guess Northern California? They had 100. And it's so huge. They so. had between 2010 and 2020, 300 people died camping. Oh, no. From being attacked by wild critters. Oh, Lord. So why would you go there? It's like death defined to go camping. Because <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> I was like, okay. Because we could take selfies. Wow. The, Arizona came in second, followed by Washington, Texas, Florida. By the yeah. way, we were fifth. New York, Colorado's way up there. North Dakota, the worst. You know, it's funny. You forget about New York. There's so much to New York, and a lot of, like, upstate New York is really nice. Oh, yeah. You know? And huge. Yeah, but then you got to deal with New York politics. Yeah, that's the so problem. So then you get the same problem. Manhattan makes the politics for the whole state. So true. That's the uh, issue. We are gone. Yeah. Everybody have a very safe uh, and uh, enjoyable Memorial Day weekend, and don't forget what it's all about. Uh, just take a moment to remember those who have given the ultimate sacrifice. We'll be back on Tuesday morning at 6. We'd love to see you then. Have a great weekend.